0: Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
1: This is Cats at Night. John Katsimatidis here. The number one show at 5 o'clock in uh, the whole East Coast. It's uh, from Miami all the way up to northern Canada. And uh, today in the studio with us, we have uh, Judge Richard Weinberg, and we have Congressman Peter King on my side here, Lydia Sarani, And we have one great show for you today, a lot of revelations And uh, who's our first guest? uh, We we have Bill O'Reilly. He's a journalist. He's an author. He's a TV and radio host. And, of course, he's a prolific author. The Killing Series, 20 million books sold so far. Killing the Legends, his latest edition, which profiles Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali. He's also a historian. Welcome back to Cats at Night.
2: Thank you, Lydia. I appreciate you mentioning the book. Great Christmas Hanukkah gift, you know. Absolutely. And I hope people will consider it.
1: Well... Where, where, where do you want to start? There's so many problems in the world. We don't know where the heck to start.
2: Well, I want to go to Greece with Adams. I don't know if there's room on the plane. <laughs> um, the
1: good so, news is he didn't uh, call me to borrow my plane.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, subway felony up 40% year to year, so uh, I'm going to go to Mykonos and figure it all out. Um, then he's going to uh, Doha. And that that's legit. Uh, And and the the Greek thing is, too, is a bunch of mayors getting together. But, you know, uh, we have problems that are going unsolved, but we have a tremendous amount of diversity. That's good, I guess. But let's uh, do a little problem-solving on a violence front, shall we? Um, And I was surprised at Donald Trump's uh, choice of dinner companions last week. I didn't think that was another wise move.
1: Did he realize,
2: uh, did he think about it or it just happened? Well, If you go to Ma-a-Lago, the Secret Service has to have your name on a list. You just can't, like, show up. So you would think that there would be somebody in the Trump organization that are checking who's on the list to come onto the property, correct? You would think that? You would think that, that that. yeah. Yeah.
0: And Um, and also, Bill, wouldn't you think that Kanye West alone shouldn't be there? I mean, uh, I know they're old friends and all that, but he's been so— virulently anti-Semitic lately. I mean, do you want to really give him a forum like that? Do I know? that no, I, I would never uh, uh, be. No, I was, anti- I'm not you. I'm saying if you were Donald Trump.
2: But the white nationalists. Well, if I were Trump and I wanted to dine with Kanye, Kanye West, but privately. There are plenty of private places that, right. that he could have uh, had dinner, but he's sitting out there with um west and this other guy fuentes who's you know as far right as you could get an extremist and anti semite he hates black he hates everybody um and then of course people see them they start photographing them with their phones and sending it out and all of a sudden trump's got another self-inflicted wound but the most important question is this why is donald trump doing this consistently hurting himself consistently Does he not understand he's at his nadir, his low point in his political career? Why is he
1: criticizing uh, Elon Musk? I mean, what's his upside there?
2: I don't know. But I I don't – about a year ago, um, we were preparing to go out on the Trump-O'Reilly history tour. You remember that. We played four four cities. And I ran a clip, and you'll hear it tonight on Common Sense at 9 o'clock on WABC – about the border about, and how he conducted my questioning, what he said, and a, a totally different guy. In one year, he's he's lost all that uh, analytic ability, and he goes hurtling from one crazy controversy to the next. Now he's saying that Kerry Lake should be the governor of, of Arizona. I mean, what? You know, come on. Um, why? Why are you doing this? It's not the what so much. I understand that he wants your attention. He wants to stir it up. He's always done that. But why, at this point, when you do have a very credible resume of achievement as president, why are you going into all of this swampy, ridiculous stuff that hurts you? My
1: my advice to our friend uh, was uh, tell people how good you are, not how bad everybody else is.
2: That's good advice. Um, But be a statesman. You know, you're an elder statesman now, and you have a record to run on, and you don't need Kanye West and the other idiot um, mucking things up. I mean, for what reason? There Bill, isn't one Trump supporter.
0: Bill, you probably gonna... know him better than anyone, at least uh, any of us here today. Uh, do you think he is capable of changing and just talking about issues, talking about his record? Taking the high road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that possible as he as he passed that mark in his life?
2: Well, he's certainly on the descent. So I don't want to make any definitive statements because the man is the comeback kid. He wrote a big book about it. But my my point is there isn't anything to gain by dining right. with Kanye West. Nothing. There isn't one Trump person or independent voter goes, oh, he likes Kanye, so I'm going to vote for him. Not one. That Trump's kind of a loyal guy, and I know Kanye kisses his butt and all that stuff. But again, you could have done this privately, and then you give your enemy. It'd make it so easy for them to smear you on so many levels, and he keeps doing it.
1: Bill, it's Sounds Richard Weinberg. You just had a column over the weekend about good and evil. Could you tell our listeners about it?
2: Yeah, sure. You know, um, I just finished analyzing the mass shootings. This is fascinating. So last year, there were 693 mass shootings in America. And that's defined as four or more people being shot In one incident. Do you know how many lone gunmen there were in 693 mass shootings? Anybody?
0: Nope. 693? (laughs) Seven. Wow. Seven. Just seven
1: on a lone gunman?
2: Yeah. Seven lone gunmen last year. Seven. Okay, all the rest were organized criminals, drug oh, gangs, okay. random people with guns, committing crimes in the streets. All the others. You ever hear that in the news? No, never. never. never.
0: Bill, it sounds like you're going against all of the uh, woke psychiatrists and psychologists and counselors. I, I agree with you, but uh, this is going to settle for Firestorm. So go ahead. I love it.
2: Well, look, I'm a fact-based guy.
0: That's it. yeah but your
2: theme... you theme. I gave you a stat that virtually no American knows and this comes from the violence project they study all of these mass shootings it's where it comes from and so every time you got a buffalo New York or you've got a uh gay club in Colorado Springs here they come the cadres <clears throat> of uh, falsely defining what the real problem is with gun violence in this country the real problem is that criminals can get guns anytime they want and if you ban them that's not gonna matter because that traffic will still be there and the they are using them
1: the criminals will they always not get guns being punished. there's not, there's not they, a, the criminals will always get guns i mean uh, yeah, uh, drugs, have out, uh, them, uh, drugs have been drugs have been outlawed for 100 ban, years they're still getting drugs i mean now,
2: that's, In the name of public safety, if I were the governor of New York and you wanted to buy an AK or one of those kinds of rifles, you would have to jump through some hoops, training hoops. We would have to know your background and all of that. I would do that, okay, because that's in the name of public safety. But don't be telling the American public that crime is out of control by lone gunmen stalking people in Kmart. Mm -hmm. It's simply not true. Now, how that applies to evil. Everybody who does these crimes, everybody is evil. And the biggest evil definition there is, is that thou shalt not kill. And the column is about Americans don't know the definition of evil because it's never discussed. We don't discuss it. We make excuses for criminals. We look away. The media falsely reports, a la the mass shootings. But in school, are the children discussing good and evil? Do they know the Ten Commandments, which adorn the Supreme Court of the United States and its rotunda? No, they don't. Because the Ten Commandments are too judgmental. Oh, you can't tell me what not to do. I want to commit adultery. I'm damn well going to do it. I want to bear false witness against my neighbor, lie about him or her. I'm going to do it, and I'll rationalize it. And that is the slope the United States is on. And you see it most vividly in New York, where now they won't even punish criminals. There is no right and wrong anymore in New York City. None.
1: Yeah, The defendants are also victims. That's the theory.
2: Yeah, they're of course. That's the rationale. Meantime, the real victims are suffering at a rate never before seen in this country. Because most of these crimes are not reported. We know, as I mentioned, <clears throat> violent felonies are up 40 percent. But if every crime was reported, they'd be up 80 mm-hmm. percent. So
0: exactly people get right.
2: smashed in a subway car. Most of them don't even report it because they know nothing's going to happen.
0: Also, Bill, if they want to get guns off the street, they give the cops more discretion on stop, question, and frisk.
2: And I think people don't want to report the crime because then
1: the criminal will have their name and address and could go after them thanks to the bail reform
2: law. a whole bunch of reasons, exactly. but it's right. mostly inconvenience. They don't want to be tied up, and they know nothing's going to happen. And here's a final on this, that when you have a society that basically turns its back on right and wrong, the society will eventually collapse. And you see that most vividly in Rome. In the beginning, when the Roman Empire was uh, building up to dominate the world, there was a very strict code of behavior in Rome. At the end, it was anything goes. And so we are on that track. Hopefully it won't happen here because we do have, you know, still a tremendous amount of traditional people who – you know, practice the concept of right and wrong. But it better come back, and I don't see it, and the media is the worst on it. Oh, my Absolutely. God. Absolutely, Bill, we'll be
1: listening tonight at 9 o'clock, and uh, what's your main subject there at 9 o'clock?
2: Well, we're going to open with the Trump foibles and why he's doing it, and then we're going to go into uh, the uh, concept of evil. We're going to do that. And the soundbite that I use, you set up the concept of evil is from an MSNBC commentator who just blew up Thanksgiving. Uh, it was horrible. Joy Reid. Joy
1: Reed. Joyless. 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 Joyless Reed.
0: Horrible.
2: You bet. And NBC puts that on unchallenged. It's not like uh, there's somebody coming up behind her, all right, saying she's full of bull, which she is. She doesn't know anything. This yep. isn't a woman who is void of any knowledge.
1: Well, but the people that are guilty— it's the same thing I told Dershowitz when he was going after CNN. Or the board of directors of CNN and the board of directors of AT&T for allowing the board of directors of CNN to, to allow that to happen. Well, thank you, you Bill.
2: You're right. Okay, guys. Thanks and you. having I must be
1: listening Bye. in at 9 o'clock tonight, WABCradio.com, com, And and uh, right now we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we come back with Gordon G. Chang to tell us about what's going on in the Far East.